Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you once again for joining us on another episode of Talking Fight. Joined with me today is Christian from the Friday Night Panel, and we're going to be discussing the Olympics, specifically boxing at the Olympics this July, hopefully. Uh, what have you found out from us for us today, Christian? Uh, well, with respect to the games themselves, Graham, uh, it looks like the organizers are still, uh, you know, they're still forging ahead and now they're looking to uh they're looking to put some contingencies in place so athletes at the tokyo olympics who do come down with minor symptoms of COVID 19 could be isolated in a hotel lined up by local organizers of the games so they're setting aside a space for this now uh the japanese news agency kyoto on sunday said organizers are working to secure up to 300 hotel rooms near the athletes village uh, the agency cited, you know, unnamed officials with quote unquote knowledge of the plan, as usual. Uh, rooms would be for athletes and staff who do not need to be hospitalized. Uh, the measure would under this measure underlines the risk of trying to hold an Olympics during and a Paralympics for that matter during a pandemic. Tokyo also began today to employ some tougher measures to uh, curb the rapid spread of the new variant of the virus in the Tokyo region. And it's going to allow Tokyo's governor to impose shorter opening hours for bars and restaurants, as well as mandate punishments and award compensation to those who apply. So it looks like there's at least one hotel's found a way to recoup some of the funds that they're projected to lose uh, due to the ban on overseas fans. So, you know, at least, at least one, at least somebody's making a little bit of money here. Someone's figuring it out. It's good to see. Other than that, it's all what we expected, tougher measures out of Tokyo. And, uh, you know, hopefully those are due to lift on May 31st. So those are due to be in place over the course of the next month. And hopefully the situation there improves between now and then. And hopefully we're not looking at any lockdown restrictions by the time the games themselves get started. Because, of course, that will only serve to complicate this mess even farther, which already has so many moving parts. But... Looking back to the world of boxing, because, you know, it's a little bit more interesting for us and the world of amateur boxing and checking in now with our friends in Africa. Uganda is sending their first female fighter to the Olympics ever. Cool. Yeah. So we got a bit of a so we got a little bit of a story, but I'll give a little background here. Three years ago, Catherine Nziri was a novice boxer. But, you know, in three months time now, she will be the first Ugandan woman to box at the Olympics. That is, if all goes to plan, of course. So the flyweight from the A&B Boxing Club has received the news that she and middleweight David Sesamuju will join Bombers captain Musa Shadir on, on the trip to Tokyo for the Olympics. Welterweight Shadir was the only Ugandan uh, who was able to punch his ticket for the Olympics at the African qualifier in Dakar, Senegal, uh, the past February 2020. Naziri was quoted as saying, I am humbled that of all women, I was the first to reach the Olympics. God works in mysterious ways. Women's boxing in Uganda is a story of two decades with little success. Um, Actually, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's entirely true. It's been a two decades marked with successes that have been unable they've been unable to hold momentum, in my personal opinion. Uh, like at the inaugural, for example, for at the inaugural African Women's Championship in Cairo back in two thousand one, Irene Semakula and Miriam Nakuwago uh, both took home gold medals and then virtually vanished from the scene. In two thousand and three, uh, Hawadaku joined uh, went pro had 12 professional matches and then likewise just you know basically disappeared overnight 
In 2014, Helen Beleke and Diana Tulinabo, Maureen Ashemabo, and Diane Atwine went on to the Women's World Boxing Championships in Jeju, Korea. Uh, then, likewise, virtually faded into oblivion until Beleke returned with the win of bronze at the 2019 African Games in uh, Rabat, Morocco. Uh, Balaki missed the Tokyo 2020 trials in Dakar, but five women uh, competed for Uganda. Uh, three had first-round losses, and two were stopped in the semifinals. Eventually, one of them, would uh, Naziri, that is, would get a ticket to Tokyo, the first Ugandan woman ever to do so, as mentioned. Uh, so Naziri first tried boxing back in 2015 at the Agri Memorial College in Bonamawaya on the outskirts of Kampala. But after her O-levels, she uh, ended up quitting boxing to pursue vocational studies, saying, you know, I focused on a job for living. Three years later, she resumed boxing and was able to take home a silver at the 2018 National Intermediates under her first coach, Mohamed Seskanjako, who then switched her to the AMB club. And she settled and ended up having to settle for silver at the 2019 National Open. As University of Pain's Grace Nankinja, took home the gold. I love that. The University of Pain. Uh, Grace Nankinja took home gold in the flyweight women's youth category that, that particular year. So at the National Olympic Trials in January 2020, Naziri defeated highly rated Teddy Nakimuli in a 3-2 bout to take the flyweight ticket to the African qualifiers in Dakar. Now, she was quoted as saying, and this is a little of this is a little sad. She was quoted as saying, opponents and fans doubt my abilities. She says, during my road workout, strangers provoke me, saying things like, even if I'm dead drunk, you can't beat me. You know, it's not the most accepting of societies when it comes to seeing women in sport, let alone women in combative sport. But according to her, she says, that just pushes me to work harder and prove the doubters wrong. She also attributes her progress, of course, to her coaches, uh, club management, and training mates such as welterweight Stanley Mugwa, Mugerwa. So African qualifiers in the call was Nazari's first international uh, event, first international tournament. Uh, and her only in victory in Dakar came against Senegal's Khadija Tirma, sorry, Tamara, who was a home favorite at the time and a top contender. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, both in, sorry, <clears throat> something stuck in my throat there, Graham. Thank you. Sorry. So both of these fighters, where do we leave off there? So, yes, Khadija Tamira. So both these fighters were untested up until this point in the tournament, having both of them receive buys uh, to take them straight to the quarterfinals of the tournament. Uh, Nazira was able to hold her own and win a uh, marginal 3-2 decision in that uh, in that first bout. Now, she failed to duplicate that uh, that success, though, in the semifinal against Algeria's Romesa Boualam, which, you know, of course, that narrowed her uh, path to Tokyo. Her coach, uh, Sesenjaku, uh, explains she made a mistake of going all out without guarding herself, and that's a weakness that we're going to try to fight. Miziri got a second chance, but uh, again, she lost to Kenya's Christine Ongare in the only women's uh, box off, third place box off at that tournament. As a side note, uh, Kenya's Christina Christine Ongari, she's definitely going to be a name you guys are going to want to keep in uh, keep in the back of your head for when this uh, Olympic tournament starts. She is going to be one to watch for sure. Naziri uh, recalled, you know, I felt really sad and disappointed getting that close and missing uh, missing out on the opportunity. 
So just when Naziri and the others who failed to secure a ticket to Japan at Dakar uh, contemplated the very last qualifying hope in France, we all know the narrative of this story, COVID-19 strikes. The Olympic call, as well as the, the Olympics, as well as the qualifiers get postponed to now, this year, 2021. Uh, and then last month, the IOC drops the bombshell that qualifiers, uh, the world qualifier in Paris is canceled. And as all of you guys know, 53 slots are then allotted according to a ranking based around the world. So therein comes Naziri's luck. Uganda's Olympic Committee announced that Naziri and Samuju had qualified for the Tokyo Games based on their rankings. With 200 points, Naziri ranks 12th in the world in women's flyweight and 4th on the continent. But she qualified because the top three had already qualified via the African Olympic qualifiers. So Naziri is currently training at her home club, the AMB, and will be joining the national training camp in May. So, you know, we, of course, uh, wish her all the best of luck. Uh, you know, hopefully she uh, is able to take a, take home a medal in this tournament, be the first woman from Uganda to box in the Olympics, and maybe be the first one to take home a medal, too. Fair enough. I see we have our uh, British cohorts online with us. Uh, you might have seen that as well while you were speaking. Um, oh, yeah. Commenting uh, on uh, Fraser Clark and uh, the British team, who uh, I believe is uh, held up right now, aren't they? Uh, I don't know what held up. I mean, they're under travel restrictions at the moment. Yeah. Is there yeah. is there a big thing? So some of these, you, you we would have been seeing British fighters at things like uh, Strania and Boxham and some of these, and the, the whatever the one that took place in Budapest a little while ago. I can't remember the name of that one off the top of my head. But uh, we would have been seeing, uh, definitely uh, seeing British fighters at these tournaments were it not for the current travel restrictions but things are getting a little better i believe uh they're op reopening uh pubs in the uk this week so mm. that's that's usually that that's like the groundhog shadow for the for for the for the brits so you know, they come out the pubs are open that means you know it's six more weeks we're done <laughs> it's good news it's good news that's you, you can you can set your watch by that fair enough um does that wrap you up? Uh, that is what's going been going on over the weekend. So again, fortunately, no new massive venue changes, personnel changes, horrifying scandals, or things as such coming out of the games themselves. And I said, just uh, you know, hopefully a bit of a feel good story there about uh, Christine and Ziri. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's that's really good for the African nations. Uh to be putting forward their female boxers. This is great news, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to them. I really am. It's going to be, going to be a great competition. Um, well, if that's everything, then uh, I thank you uh, for that update, and as do the viewers. Uh, hello to our friends over in England and around the world, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, eh, Christian? I'll be here. Thank you very much.